Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Hey, you guys. Happy Sunday. Happy to be with you uh, today. Um, I wanted to spend a little bit of our time today talking to you about this idea of embodiment and then going through a couple practical exercises and ways that we could actually try that on for size. You know, so much of the time when we come to approach the work that we are doing, uh, we can think about a lot of things conceptually which means we are listening to a podcast and we are learning about something, but it is truly in the experience or the putting on, the trying on for size, taking it to the dressing room and seeing what we look like in it that allows us to kind of replicate some of the things that we're learning about in our own practical life. And so so with this big topic of embodiment, I want you to think about it as like um, sometimes when we are in the process of finding ourselves or in searching for meaning and purpose, we, we try on outfits. It's like if you lived in a sorority and you were going to borrow that girl's shirt for the night and you put it on and realize that it looks kind of different on you and you like it and so you want to keep wearing it and then you realize so that it's actually her shirt and so you're trying to find this process of borrowing, seeing what it looks like, trying that on, checking yourself out in the mirror, <laughs> wearing it out, seeing how you feel in it and really coming into yourself. And now there's no shame in that borrowing. And I think sometimes we... We can do that or we can pretend that we're not borrowing someone else's thing and pretend that it's just our own thing because sometimes there's shame in, in the trying or seeing how others are doing their life. And so what I want for us to do is to kind of just throw off that idea of shame or that there is um, anything juvenile about learning from somebody else and borrowing their their way of doing life or their way of speaking or their way of I don't know, trying to be human. And so when we think about embodiment, what we are moving towards is like a conscious dwelling, a, an intentional like homecoming to yourself. And that's really like what we want as human beings is what that allows is a full integration of self and experience. Um, it allows for an integrated sense of self, who we have been, who we are, who we're becoming our experiences, past, present, future, all of it, kind of coming to a total culmination in the right here, right now idea of you. And so when we think about embodiment together um, for the purposes of this episode, I want you just to kind of sit and spend some time thinking about what it is like to be you. What is it like? What is it like to feel like you? Maybe how would your body answer that question? If I was able to ask your body and able to separate your body from your mind or your body from your spirit, how would your body answer, what is it like to be you? And then again, if I was just to ask your, maybe your spiritual or emotional self, what is it like to be you? And again, to sit with that question. And then maybe even just the mental part. What is it like for you in your headspace, in your thought life? What is it like to be you? And is there a way for us to be able to 
integrate those experiences, braid them, if you will, into one corded, integrated, whole, strong, beautiful, creative person. And so when we think about embodiment, we're thinking about truly coming home to ourselves and welcoming ourselves home into every single part of who we are. And so today we're going to focus specifically on physically embodying ourselves. And I've talked before about the idea of how sometimes we can get like out of sorts where we, we like, and I, I it's my favorite analogy because I, I just can't stop laughing when I would ever go to the gym and I would see these guys who are like super ripped up on top, like just beef, right? And then these tiny little chicken legs. And it was like so disproportionate. And I... It was immediately convicted after I had laughed at that person and realized that I look that way oftentimes spiritually versus physically. Like I like to work out all these emotional, spiritual muscles and have have neglected the physical space. And so in my own process of embodiment, learning how to have a little more balance in the ways in which I flex my muscles and work them out and take care of myself. And so um, I wonder what yours are. You know, what is it? for you that you feel a sense of strength, pride, or accomplishment in, and, and then where the spaces that maybe feel a little bit more neglected, a little more thin, <laughs> um, something you might want to cover. And is there a way for us to bring all of that home to self? And so today, um, embodiment. <laughs> What's it good for? Who's it for? When can you use it? And then we're going to go through some actual ways to practice it. So why embodiment? Um, because we need a home. We need a home, you guys, for all the things that we are doing, learning, thinking, experiencing, feeling. And embodiment is providing ourselves a safe home to come home to. So why? Because you are a collection of thoughts, experience, feelings, and dreams. And we want to collect all those things and have a safe place for them. And if we can learn through this process of embodiment to find a place for all of that within us, there is a greater sense of identity, integration, peace, confidence, clarity that comes from knowing who we are and experiencing freedom in that in every room that we're in, including the room that is ourself. What's it good for? Um, it's, it's phenomenal for self-awareness, um, which is a foundational need for us to feel human. It's phenomenal for relationships because the more aware we are of ourselves, the more able we are to enter into intentional relationship to have some form of a guided principle that if I'm aware of what's mine and what's yours, where I start and stop and where you start and stop, there's clarity instead of assuming that everything is about us or that nothing is about us. Both of those are like cognitive errors. But if we could think about having a whole or greater, more aware sense of who we are, then we're less confused about how we interpret other people's experience of us. What that person said, the way we heard that, what they meant, and all the ways we tend to kind of drift down these rabbit holes um, so that we can either prove ourselves and prove those core beliefs, uh, negative or positive. And so what's it good for is good for clarity. The more clear and aware we are, I think the more clarity we have in our relationships, the more fulfilling that they become. And then again, because we have a greater sense of integration, there's this less, there's less anxiety, and I would also say there's less depression. Because I think that when we are able to hold the truth of who we are, there's a lightness, there's a sense of relief when we hold a true thing, our true self, in a true way, in a fearless way. 
who is it good for? People. <laughs> I think anyone. Um, I had the pleasure of sitting down and talking with a 14-year-old when I was in Denver, and she asked some incredible questions and had just wanted to know, just curious about life, and man, what an incredible young woman she is. And when I was thinking about her listening to this podcast, I realized that there are things I want that age group to know as well. And I think embodiment is something that would have been a phenomenal tool to me in my teenage years and serves me well now as an adult, if I even count, <laughs> count as a full adult. Um, so who's it good for? I think, I think embodiment is good for people. I practice forms of embodiment with my children. And I'll show you how I do that with them. Um, but I think as long as you're a human being, you count this work of embodiment um, is a beautiful, gentle practice um, for all people. Uh, when can you use it? I think that there are times where I like to have, like, it's, I kind of think of it like praying, right? Like, um, maybe we can pray collectively at church or at an organization, and that's good. And there's times we just pray in, like, the secret of our heart, and that's also real good. Um, sometimes I'm <laughs> praying while I'm driving, and that's good, too. So when or where can you use it? Um, however it suits you. I think there's different contexts or different meanings and forms of embodiment. Sometimes we want it to be personal and sometimes we want to practice it collectively. And um, sometimes we want to do it while we're feeling nervous. And there's other times where we want to just do it as a practice. So there's a lot of versatility and variety in the ways in which we um, use embodiment as a tool to come home to ourselves. I should also say that embodiment is a practice and it's an experience, right? We are... Uh, we are trying it, we are practicing it, we are, but we are experiencing embodiment. So it's not necessarily um, a theory or a tool, but an experience of ourself um, on a conscious level, I think is a maybe a good way to think about it for us. So um, ways to practice it. I'm going to take you through a meditation um, in a little bit, um, but here's some other ways that I use it. When I think of our physical body, um, I think about the different ways in which we can come back in to all the different spaces, literally scanning from head to toe. So I just call this one body scan. Okay. If you're driving, I would encourage you to maybe uh, take, wait till you get home <laughs> for this one, because I don't want you to be distracted while you're driving. Otherwise, I think it's probably pretty safe for other people to participate in. Um, but what I would want you to do is I would want you to start at the top of your head. And I want you to imagine that if I was there and I, maybe I had a TSA scanner, right? And I'm in front of you and I'm going to sit there and we're going to start at the top of your head and just draw your awareness to that space. And I want you just to notice sometimes it's helpful to actually touch that part of your body that we are referring to. Um, it creates another sense of awareness for the brain to be aware of that part of your body. So um, think about that childhood game, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. That's exactly the way we would go through the scanning. Um, we would think about, okay, um, this is me. I am here. This is my head. In as strange as it sounds, you guys, we're bringing awareness just to our physical body and acknowledging that this is the place through which we live from. So if you want to just focus and consider your head space, and just notice what is what life exists there, what life exists there, what life exists there. And just taking some deep breaths just to wonder and be curious about the type of life that exists in your head. Your memories, your dreams, your hopes. What a beautiful container. What a rich and real container for the things that you've experienced. Your thoughts, your imagination your dreams, all of it. Maybe even your doubts, your fears, 
We welcome that too. Judgment, also part of ourselves that exists. We can welcome that in. We want nothing to be left like in the basement as a neglected part of self. We want everything to have room within us. So even if that um, creates some friction in you or you feel like, oh, I don't want that to be there. I don't want that thought to be there. I don't want that to be a part of who I am. Um, when we split that off or disintegrate, right? We move that to another piece. It continues to kind of act against us outside of our will and awareness. And so our work of embodiment is to welcome all those pieces home, maybe even especially the ones that we don't want to be there. So then shoulders, <laughs> scan down to your shoulders, head, shoulders, knees and toes, shoulders. This what life exists there in your heart space, in your core. What experience, what people you've embraced there. What flutters, what wonder. But think about the life that exists between your shoulders. What a home you are to yourself and to others. And just take breaths and imagine what life exists there. No judgment, just noticing and being aware. And then we're just going to scan all the way between shoulders and knees. What exists between your shoulders and your knees? What life is there? Have you brought forth life from this part of your body? This is your gut, your intuition, also a feeling center. The ways in which you were created, connected to mom, disconnected to mom, maybe to your own children. But what life has existed between your shoulders and your knees? to spend time considering that the part of your body life legacy pleasure and then all the way down to your toes what life has existed because of your toes near your toes your feet the ways in which you walk, the places you've been, have yet to go. The ability to walk. God, how wonderful that is. But just take some time to notice what you sense in your feet. So that's a quick body scan, head, shoulders, knees, toes, scanning all the way through just to spend some time in playful, wonderful curiosity, admiration, integration of the space that is within us. I usually close my eyes to do that. I try to use like a non-dualistic framework, which simply means I'm not going to have something fall into a category of good or bad, black or white right or wrong, or just what is. And so as I scan head, shoulders, knees, toes, I just try to make room and to be aware, for the, aware of the things that are there. So that's a body scan. That's a way of embody, embodiment, of entering back into ourselves and of practicing the awareness of ourselves in the here and now and to spending time with ourselves. You know, you guys, there's a lot of the time where we are 
Uh, people ask me often, like, how and what do I, what am I, what's the purpose of my therapeutic work, my therapeutic journey? And it's homecoming. It's homecoming. It's coming home to yourself. And this is a way into that. This idea of being able to make room for who we are right here and right now with a non-dual approach, with compassion, with gentle awareness, and with consciousness. And the more that we are able to spend time in that place, I think the more compassion that we have for ourselves, the, the more there's like a tenderness that occurs, a softness, um, a, a ripening, opening. There's, a, there's something that occurs when we are able to make room in ourselves for all of our experiences, especially with that non-dual approach so we're not categorizing good, bad, ugly, or otherwise. It's just what has happened, what is happening, what will happen, and how I can accommodate for the variety of my human experience. So body scanning is one way that we can do that. Um, the other is just matching your breathing with intentional awareness. So um, s- similar, I like to flow head to toe, um, but I will just pick a breathing pattern, and sometimes that's in through my nose and out through my mouth. And I will start at the top of my head, and I will just go through one round of breath as I scan from each place. So I will in-breath, and out-breath, and just allow, um, as I think about what's going on between my ears <laughs> at the top of my head, and then move down towards um, my mouth and my voice space. Same thing, I'll just in-breath and out-breath. And so I'm just using my breath and choosing a space to practice intentional connection and awareness. Uh, you can use, if you practice like any type of like chakra practice, you can choose to do that through your seven chakras as well. Otherwise, if you're just like me and you just want to practice uh, just different body spaces, you can, again, choose like maybe some spaces that you get creative with it. Maybe you want to choose your eyes, choose a visual space, and then in-breath and out-breath, and just spend some time thinking about um, what needs to come into that space and what needs to be released from that space, and using your breath as a cue to remind yourself that you can receive what you need and release what you don't need and what's no longer serving you. And so again, we're just starting, you can choose um, to flow from head to toe or toe to head, and then continue to match your breath with a cycle of in and out, receiving what you need and releasing what no longer serves you, down to your heart center, down to your belly and your guts, (laughs) flow all the way down. And again, we're just practicing um, body consciousness and being aware of ourselves You can scan just mentally, just focusing on that space. Uh, You can do this visually in the mirror as well, making eye contact with that part of your body. And then in-breath and out-breath again. Sometimes that visual component is helpful if you're wanting to connect and come back into your body. If you have um, any difficulty with dissociation or leaving your body, uh, not loving being in your body or what your body looks like, this could be a super powerful experience for you as well. Just taking that time to acknowledge that uh, these are my shoulders, these are my arms, these are my hands, but we are making conscious contact with our body as we try ourselves on for size and come fully home to that place. Um, the, another one that I think is an excellent practice of embodiment is um, if you've ever taken a yoga class, you know at the very end when they do like vinyasana or just that corpse pose or you're just laying there, 
Um, you can obviously practice this when you're going to bed at night, um, but you can also just intentionally find a place to lay on the couch, on the floor, whatever would be comfortable for you. Um, and just thinking again about what it is like to live inside your body. So if you wanted to do that now, you could. You can find a spot or a, and just posture that laying down pose. Um, and again, we're using our breaths just to come back into our body as a home and to think about what it is like to be me. Here in this space, right here and right now, my body is it has served me today, the places I've been, the places I want to go, maybe physically where my feet want to go, where my heart wants to go, where my head wants to go. But practicing that that laying down pose is um, almost like an acknowledgement of rest. It's intentional laying down when so much of our work requires us to be in motion or even if we're um, in a seated position like I usually am for my work. Um, to lay down intentionally and yet to also practice a form of awareness is difficult. We tend to want to move or adjust or get comfortable and it can be uh, distracting. And so practicing this intentional like vinyasana or corpse pose or just laying um, without movement then also comes us being able to lay in without judgment. And I think that the more that we can practice a compassionate experience of self, uh, the farther along we are in our practice of embodiment. Okay, um, hopefully you're still with me because I know that this episode is slower than usual, um, but it is what was like in front of me this week. Um, so each week what I tend to do is I, uh, I just want to be in step with whatever I feel like the world is teaching me, the people I work with are teaching me, um, God as I know him or her to be is teaching me. I want what I sense to be able to be in real life and in real time here with us. And it's, it's like probably like the worst <laughs> model for building a podcast, um, but it is the truest uh, way that I could present myself here. And I love that. I love that challenge of and uh, the playfulness of being able to just be uh, with you in this learning and growing and knowing and experiencing and trying on for size. So the last um, meditation practice that I want to do with you, um, if you, again, if you're driving, or if you are distracted, please come back to this at another time. Uh, but if you're able to do it now, then by all means, let's do it. But I would love for you this week to practice listening to this meditation, not just right now, but at another time as well. You can come back to this meditation at any time. Also, if you would like to just email me and I can just, I will just splice and t send you just this meditation if you like. Um, but this is, this is an embodiment meditation. This is specifically um, for us as people when we tend to fraction off and fracture different parts of ourselves because of experiences we've had in our body. So this could pertain to any form of body shame you've ever experienced. I don't like the way my stomach looks. I don't like this, blah, blah, blah. I've had kids. My body's different. Maybe you've experienced trauma in your body. Um, you can have moments, you know, our body stores memory, uh, just like our mind stores memory. And there are times where we decide to live more out of one space than another space because we don't totally love it. So when you think about getting dressed in the, the areas you want to cover, right? We do that mentally as well. We don't only do that the way we get dressed. We do that with um, wanting to show a part of ourselves we, that we think we like and we want others to see. And then we hide and cover the other spots that we do not like. Um, and what we're doing is we're practicing uh, disintegration when we do that. And we're also participating in shame when we do that. And so the idea of embodiment is that there's no room for that here. 
that every part of our body deserves life. Every part of your body deserves life and to be lived in. It deserves like some proud mom to come in there and be like, this is the best spot ever. Oh, I can't wait to live there. Right? Like imagine like a little tiny <laughs> super mom just going in and acknowledging and declaring that every single part of who you are is good and worthy of life. That's embodiment, welcoming every part of who you are back into yourself and reclaiming that spot as good, beautiful, powerful, awesome, and you. Most importantly, it's you. So with that being said, um, let's do this meditation. I would encourage you to um, get a drink of water or find a spot that's comfortable for you. And we are going to do another scanning meditation, and it's going to be like a welcome home meditation. So, I want you just to take a moment um, just to make space for yourself here. And whether you are sitting or whether you are laying down, I want you to um, give yourself a hug. That's where we're starting. So cross your arms over each other. And give yourself an embrace. You have chosen to do something today that is different, maybe even strange, but that's okay because we can be strange together. When we are embodying ourselves, we can be whatever we want to be. And there is safety in trying new things and then you still being able to maintain your sense of yes or no, your sense of power when it comes to how you experience yourself and your body. And so in that embrace, I want you to take a deep breath in, a deep breath out, to make room for the fact that you are here now, brave, aware, and trying. Here, now, brave, aware, and practicing. You are. Think about your name. Say it out loud if you want to. You are an incredible human being. Through and through. Hmm. Okay. Here we go. I want you to start at the top of your head. And I want you to take a moment... And imagine that there is a small version of you, small enough to fit into the palm of your hand. Feel free to turn your palm up if you'd like and imagine that there is a little version of you. And that this little version of you is here to help you come home to yourself. A small, little, cute guide. <laughs> a version of you that is fully actualized funny and spunky and just right for the job. And as you feel that version of you in your hand, I want you to take a moment to notice what this version of you looks like, seems like, feels like. Continue to breathe. There is a little you full of excitement ready to lead you home. Do you want to go? I want you to imagine this little version of you in the palm of your hand looking at you with complete delight 
and zero fear, completely ecstatic, full of that innocent, pure joy of are we there yet? Are we ready yet? Can we go there now? Take a moment to agree to this journey. I want to go home. I want to come home to myself. And now imagine that little you begins to march right up to your head and says, okay, we're going to start here. This is your head. This is your brain. This is your thinking. This is your container. This is where you live and make decisions. This is where you analyze and consider. This is a home for you. You are welcome. You are welcome to live in your headspace. You are free to think and dream and imagine and create and make change. You can dare to do different things in this space. You are welcome. And imagine that spunky little you saying, all right, <laughs> this is your home. Get in there. And allow yourself to be led, to realize that the space of your head is a place where you belong and are in control of. It's your driver's seat. It's your executive housing. It's your president's chair. You're the pilot. It's your space. We get to rewrite history here. We get to make history here. We get to untangle knots here. We get to reclaim and redefine legacy and identity and inheritance. This is your space and your house. And now the little you is pointing to your eyes. And I want you to know something. Everything you've seen, the things you wish you could unsee, there's room for that too. Every memory in time, you can call it all to memory and know that it is history. And that you're not defined by that. The things you've seen, the things you've witnessed, those aren't yours. Those are just things you saw. That's not you. And then she points to your mouth. Same thing. The things that have come from here, the things that have been spoken to you, or the things that you have spoken, words. You choose, and you decide how much power they're going to have. Loose yourself from things that have hurt you, from other people's words that have ensnared you. Anything that keeps you from feeling like you can make a home inside of your mouth. How pleasant do you want that space to be? Throw out the garbage. Take out the trash. There's no room for that here. There doesn't have to be. Can you embody life in your mouth? Can you acknowledge the power you have to create life, to speak truth and beauty the gift of gracious exhortation and calling things into being. You 
have that power. Beautiful power. Welcome. Welcome home to your voice. And now she wants to go further. I want you to imagine that she's still waving at you, descending now into your voice box. This seat of emotion as well. This seat of possible restriction, excess, pain. Take a breath. You are invited to live from your voice. Your voice is necessary, expected. There's a seat with your name on it. We need your voice. Will you use it? How will you use it? Can you welcome yourself back into the strength of using your voice for authentic communication? To let people know how you're doing? Can you use your voice to speak truth to power? Can you come home to your voice and to your throat center? Take a breath in. You belong here. You belong here. Your voice is good and necessary and we need you. Please come home. Next, I want you to go over towards your ears and I want you to imagine that again, she's pointing to both of those spaces as well, the things that you have heard. What cleansing needs to occur for you to be able to make yourself at home in your ears? What things do you need to not listen to anymore? Old records playing inside your head of condemnation, too much, too little, too big, too small, too much of something, not enough of the other. Turn it down. Turn it down. What chorus, what music, what melody do you need to hear in your ears is it the marching band on homecoming night? What is it? What do you need to hear as you are welcome homed into the space that is your ears and the things through which you hear and perceive the world around you? And then I want you to notice and I want you to see that she's almost writing little messages and, and sticking in like sticky notes on your ears. Grace. Good. And what you realize is she's actually creating like a filter or a web so that certain messages come through and that certain messages are blocked. You have power and choice in your ears. You are embodying grace and truth and peace and wisdom. Can you agree to come home to your ears, to be selective in what you tune into, to what you turn the volume up to, to what you need to turn it back down on? What sweet messages do you need to hear there? What do you need to hear? You are beauty. You are enthralling. You are intelligent and creative. You are free. You're good. You're you. You're seen and noticed. Allow those messages through. 
Welcome. Welcome. And your little guide, your little version of you wants to take you even further and she wants to take you now into your heart space, onto your chest, where we hold so many things. And I want you to put your hand over heart and I want you just to imagine taking a deep breath in, out breath. What needs to be welcomed here? How can you slide back into your heart? Mm. Let it soften. There's no room for bitterness here. There doesn't have to be. The things you've experienced that have wanted to make you calloused or jaded, your heart couldn't help but constrict, but know that you are here now and this little guide is welcoming you here now. You don't have to be hard to survive. You could be tender and soft and precious. You could be darling and sweet and magic. You could be fire in that space, but you don't have to be hard. Take a breath. Don't hold it. Man, sometimes we're holding our breath in that space. Breathe it in. All the wisdom of tenderness that you need in that space. Homecoming. Come home to your heart. You deserve to live from here. I want you to imagine specifically in this place that you have a key. Maybe you have the best darn security system that's ever existed, but know that nothing and no one gets to upseat you from this space. This is your house. It's your house. And you decide who gets to come in. And so all the pieces of you that you think that you've left somewhere, or the holes, or the, the wounding, or the things that we so often associate with pain of the heart, I want you to imagine that being mended even now. That this little guide is able to go over to your heart and start sealing up the places that have felt long devastated. Any gaps she's completely closing, any cracks she's, she's able to just massage through in a way that you can, you can see that there's a story there, but it's no longer pain associated with it. You can have stories of joy and overcoming and victory and a sense of pride. Breathe into this heart space. Welcome yourself home. We're going to go further down to your arms and hands and fingers and imagine that she's running up and down your arms and your hands saying, yes, this. Your life force, your hands that bring forth creativity, your arms, your muscles, your strength. Girl, do not apologize for being strong. You are fierce. <laughs> yes, you are. Live into your arms. Imagine air just going in your, in your nose and through out into your arms. Your power and strength, take it back. It's yours. We don't need to play weak or small or insignificant. This is your body. These are your arms. This is your strength. Welcome home. And now into your belly. Sometimes the seat of conflict. I want you to breathe in and breathe out. What sustenance do you need here? What meal do you need to receive here? You do not need to be empty. You are not empty. You can be full 
and that doesn't take away from anyone else and you can be full and it can be good and comfortable. Make room for yourself inside of your belly, inside of your stomach. Love it. This is your center, your core, your strength. This is where you put your belief system back into place. You are good, you are good, you are good, you are good. Hear me when I say you are good, girl. You are good. Take that into your core. Breathe that down in through your nose and down into your lungs and push it down into your belly. You are good. You are good. Let that be the most refining and defining statement that you know. You are who you are and you are good. Yes. I want you to go down even into the spaces that we don't often talk about. And imagine that little guy saying, yep, even here too, because you know what? You deserve to live from even your private places. And so often we need to reclaim our sense of consent and power and pleasure in those spaces as well. So take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Get rid of anything that's old. If you have been hurt or wounded in those places, I'm sorry. And also, that's not you. It wasn't your fault. That's not you. Take that back, girl. Think about those unmentionable places. Name them. Call them out. These are your spaces. That's right. That is your space. And you have all the say, and all the power, and all the pleasure, and all the freedom, and all the right to say yes, or no, or absolutely, or back up. (laughs) That's your space. Can you come home to those sexual spaces? Can you give yourself permission to live from there as well? To fully inhabit that part of your body that is so often neglected? Beauty, life, creation, power, all of this happens there. Pleasure, power, your terms, curiosity, playfulness, laughter. Can you laugh from that space? This is your body. Welcome home. Keep breathing. We're going to go all the way from legs to toes now. I want you to imagine those legs. Man, these these legs, these feet, these knees, they've taken you places. Your traveling partners, your get up and go, your drive, your motivation. Yes, welcome them. Put your hands over your legs. Imagine that guide cheering you on. Yes, these are your legs. Every part of your being you deserve to live in. These are your legs that have carried you. They are strong and capable. They tell a story as well. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Life exists in your legs. You determine where you're planted. Can you take your power and move it down into this space as well? You deserve to live down into your pinky toes. Your sweet feet. Your first imprint. I want you to imagine even delighting in baby toes. I know you know what that's like. 
they're so cute and you just want to kiss them, know that that is how you are seen as well as just so cute. You just can't help but just want to look at your toes and think that these are the most marvelous things that have ever been created on earth. That is how you are seen and perceived because you are good through and through and this is your home and you deserve to live in it. Every single part. Take a deep breath. Scan head to toe. This is your home. And it's a good one. Your home, your house. Make notice of your body, head to toe. It is good. It is good. It is good. And you deserve to live in a good place. I want you just to take a couple of moments just to breathe in and breathe out. Thank your guide. That little version of you as you continue to live into her spunky freedom. This is what it feels like to be alive, to be human, to be free. Another deep breath in and deep breath out. Hmm. Okay, how do you feel? <laughs> if you were with me today in the trailer, I'd want to know what that was like for you and how you made sense of that. I'd want to linger in this moment with you and just feel that like calm buzz, that good feeling. You're good. You know that? You already are. You're so good. I hope you take that with you today and that you can make room for every message that you need. May you remember that there is room for every part of you and all of the you that already exists and there's room for you alongside of me as we journey further into who we are towards freedom and fun and experimentation, just messing around with being human. I love doing this with you. Embodiment is conscious dwelling. It is an intentional homecoming to yourself. May you walk with the knowledge of your inner goodness. May you find yourself more at peace and at rest with who you are, making room for all of your beautiful wild self this week. Cheers. Okay, and one last fun thing. If you are interested in doing more work like that, I have a couple spots left for my September weekend where we really do go through this process of embodiment. And we spend three days, um, Friday through Sunday, um, doing a personal retreat here in Dana Point, And we walk through your story we walk through embodying who you are, you walk away different, okay? I don't know how else to explain it other than that, but when you take that time, a whole weekend away from your life, to really sit in some of these thoughts and practices and these experiences, something shifts. Just like if you stayed with me through this whole episode, then you notice something shifts. And how beautiful it is when we give ourselves the gift of not doing that only for an hour a week, but when we get an entire weekend really marinate and soak in this good work, that 
there's so much room for that type of change. So if you are interested and or are looking for a longer experience or something that is um, allows for more room or time for our our process of growth and healing, embodiment and change, um, feel free to email me hello at elisesnipes.com or look on my website, elisesnipes.com. Um, I have only three spots left for 2019 and then we'll be preparing for some 2020 dates as well. But don't miss it, you guys. Weekends is... Um, a true gift uh, to be able to have that time to give that to yourself. So that's my my word for you for this week. Okay. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you are interested in beginning your own work in therapy or coaching, you can go to www.elisesnipes.com. Follow me on Instagram at Elise Snipes Collective, where I will be sharing more with you throughout the week. You can get in touch with me to suggest a topic for the show or to ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered. Or just say hi by emailing me at Elise at Elise Remember to subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends.